and welcome to this episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I'm here alongside Gav and G for this episode of the show. The 2022 NFL Draft is officially complete, and just like always, there are plenty of shocking picks and big trades to go around. We break down the biggest winners and losers of this year's draft. We also break down the big trades made by the Titans and Cardinals, and the one not made by the 49ers. Finally, we give our reactions to our own team's draft. Today is May 4th, 2022, and this is the 61st episode of the show. <sighs> May the 4th be with you all. Oh, I didn't watch Star Wars. Dang it. I forgot. Dang it. Well, it is a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of a waste, but... It's okay. Either way, what a draft. I love it and hate it. That was an exciting well, draft. I don't feel like drafts like have it. ever been that exciting before. Seriously. It was a boring draft for us, personally. What? So, <laughs> I mean, as a fan Could of not. football, it was a good draft. Yeah. Oh, on. yeah. Just think of all the options, like things that are going to happen next season. I think every draft is just going to be more and more like this. I feel like it's because of the way, you know, trends are going when teams are tanking, they just start trading for everything for picks. And you're going to have, like, you know, five to ten teams that have multiple first-round picks, and then there's five to ten teams that don't have any first-round picks. So it's going to be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I do think that because of the Rams, that the way they showed that you don't need picks to win the Super Bowl, I wonder if it's going to result in more teams trading away their first or more teams just, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. But, I yeah, wish... I, think a, I think a record like ten teams didn't have a first-round pick this year. Yeah, that's so. insane. Ten teams? Yep. Oh wow, that's a crazy. God, I wish I wish I was one of those teams because I I don't really care for our first <laughs> pick. I really don't care. I really don't well, care. We'll get to that, but we're gonna start off at the top of the order for the draft. It was a crazy night in Vegas, and it started at the very top with the Jacksonville Jaguars shocking no one, especially in this uh, sports console. If you listen to the sports <laughs> console podcast. You heard G make the selection of Trayvon Walker at first overall, and that is exactly what Trent Baalke did. He selected the Georgia defensive end over Aiden Hutchinson, who immediately, do you, did you see how fast the clock went to the Detroit yeah, Lions? The picks and the this pick year was were so in? fast, I felt like. It was great. Yeah. That was the only reason why I watched it. I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty quick. I can get over this pretty fast. Yeah, I mean. I was just watching for a certain point until the Jets were off the clock, and I was like, okay, thank God Debo's not gone. I wait, dude. I was. You don't understand how hard I was praying that any team got Debo. Me, the Jets, anybody. Absolutely oh, not. Praying on their downfall, man. I know. As soon as I saw our first pick go, I was like, "Well, I guess we're not gonna, we're not gonna draft him away." But yeah, we're not I mean, gonna that first him. pick starting off with Trayvon Walker. Like Matt said, I had that in my mock, but I just feel like it's such a bad move because he's just like so not number one pick overall worthy you know in a sense like he could have been like pick seven or 15 you know like he's not a number one pick and i mean obviously in this year's draft there wasn't anybody that was a consensus number one but i feel like there were consensus better players you know and i just i don't know i feel like i could be a better gm than trent balky like like really really <laughs> speaking well, like if you take in the off season with the draft that man has no clue what he's doing. So would you rather have taken Thibodeau? I would have taken Thibodeau or Hutchinson for sure. I mean, they mm. they made a series of 
I think, bad choices. I mean, they in the offseason overpaid Kirsch Kirk starting from there. Then <laughs> then they picked up their they franchise tag, their left tackle, who wasn't even good in a draft class where they had three great tackles. And you have the number one pick, so you get to pick what franchise left tackle you want. But no, you re-sign mid... They wanted a more flashy position, bro. Right. I mean, I understand that. That's why I'm saying this is a bad pick. I mean, you can go for flash and, you know, you could have a decent player for a year that flashes on your screen but doesn't make any actual impact. Or you can make a guy that's going to make your team a lot better. I feel like they're just trying to get some tickets, get some get some bodies in the stands because they trash, you know? But- Trayvon Walker is not a relatively big name. Yeah, like Trayvon He's not yeah. a Walker is not. People aren't lining out the door to see him. Well, it's it's close enough to anything spectacular. Close I enough. I just wonder. I just wonder. While still why being Tra- bulky esque. It it's a very bulky esque move because it reminds me of bulky selecting Alden Smith, kind of because he really likes those just long athletic guys and, who come off the edge. And, you know, I think that he, um, I don't quite remember, but I think they said that his, uh, Trayvon Walker's kind of like arm length more than Aiden Hutchinson. And Bulky Aiden loves Hutchinson. arm length for some reason. <laughs> he's, so, he's playing basketball. Like, he's trying to get it. It's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird. It's like, okay, this is, this is the reason why I'm going to like select these guys. Okay. But, no, he only picked Trayvon Walker. Or, the only reason why he didn't pick Aiden Hutchinson was because he's from Michigan and he just doesn't like Har- Harbaugh. That's the I only mean, reason if why. If that's the case, like Harbaugh's still going to have a job by the end of the year. You can't <laughs> say the same thing for Trent Bulky. So, yeah, it's just he's still going to be there. Pick. He's still going to be there. I mean, imagine you as a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. You went through like a hell season again. And this time it was even worse because you had Urban Meyer for like, what, 10 games? Yeah, it really is a crazy dynamic duo, Bulky and Urban Meyer. (laughs) And somehow, (laughs) Bulky was the one who was left standing right now. Urban Meyer was just wilding out in Jacksonville. Yeah, but the crazy didn't go far. In the top 10, there was still a lot of questions. There was a lot of good picks, but one in particular that stood out was the selection of Drake London at eighth overall. Oh no! USC. I was like, "What? So high?" And the first one. Yep. Who and would have thought? To the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, he's the first wide receiver off the board. I know my friend Bryant. He loves this, and he loves Drake London. But I'm sorry, it's a reach, in my opinion. Well, I think I think he's going to be good, and it, it seems like the Falcons. It's very prototypical. I feel like Falcons love their wide receivers, but at eight. <laughs> You trade down a little bit, bro. Get yourself some picks. You, the Falcons are down bad, bro. Yeah, I mean, they need a lot of help. So I feel like going wide yeah. receiver first just, and then going wide receiver three out of all of them, you know? <laughs> God. It just doesn't really add up. And I feel like, no, you know, dude, what, is, what is their plan right now? I don't just feel to like be they mediocre have for one, the rest you know? of their life. Like, same thing as we were just talking with the Jaguars. Like, I feel like... You know, going in to at number eight, taking the first wide receiver, I feel like that was a pretty big reach, especially with, you know, players that could have made more of an impact because Marcus Mariota's throwing, he's not going to make him look like Jamar Chase, you know? So it's not it's not the same type it's of It's not impact. even possible to make Drake London look like Jamar Chase. I mean, you're right, sorry, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like it he's not going to have could that be. level of impact. Like It's not like you're in a situation where the thing you were missing was a star wide receiver. 
And I don't know if they even have that in Drake London still. Once Calvin Ridley gets out of his uh, gambling ban, <laughs> they're going to have a stacked offense. Calvin Ridley, London. I uh, forgot Kyle that Pitts. Ridley was out, dude. That's tragic. Never mind. Next season. Cordero Patterson. No, maybe this is maybe they just like gene stuff out and like thinking ahead. They're like, okay, we're just gonna tank next year and pick up a quarterback. But they did pick up a quarterback. They picked up a Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter, I believe. Well, oh yeah, they did pick up Ritter. Well, they, that's just a, a reach. They're definitely heading for next year. Tank, tank, tank. Because you're gonna make Mariota coach him, Ritter. You're gonna make him mentor him. I bet he could do that. I mean, he'd definitely be definitely be a good development, you know, a bridge quarterback type of guy. I feel like that's all you're getting from Mariota. I mean, Mariota's not the future. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. But say that. I don't think, I feel like Mar- Mariota doesn't have anything to offer. Okay, so let's just debate this for a second. Trayvon Walker, Drake London, who is the bigger reach in the top ten? Uh, I'd probably say mm, Drake I- London just because Trayvon Walker's still at edge and edges don't come you know as often as wide receivers do because how many other really good edges were there in the first round maybe two or three where there was like eight other receivers that are all probably going to be really good next year so i, I just positional value definitely has to be drake London. come on now don't even play i'll go devil's advocate i'll say trayvon walker just because it's the first overall pick and that's Supposed to be your face of the franchise guy. I don't know if Trayvon Walker's that dude. Especially when he's playing with, like, what, three other first-round picks on that Georgia defensive line. So I think it is a mistake, but I will have to agree with UG on that positional value thing. Uh, you don't select a wide receiver in the top 10 unless he's going to be, you know, Jamar Chase, right? Um, or Julio is. Jones, right? Julio Who the Falcons traded up for 10 years ago. Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know if I think Drake London's gonna be fine, especially with um, Arthur Smith. I think that London is kind of that yak guy. He's kind of a big dude. Reminds me a That's little bit is. of AJ Brown, but you know we'll get to that later. But you know, yeah, it's a little bit of a reach for me. So I don't know. Either one, either one sucks. I just so. feel like first pick is horrible pick. Yeah, it's too I mean, much, too much like- pressure. I mean, moving on from, like, that first pick, the next, like, three, four picks are all pretty good, I would say, right? You guys agree? Oh, yeah. It's with, lit, dude. With, uh, what do you call it? Thibodeau at the Giants, and then the two corners mm-hmm. to Texans and the Jets, and then Aiden Oceanson, obviously, to Detroit. I think those are all pretty good picks, and I wouldn't I wouldn't really say those guys reached or anything like that. If anything, I think the Giants were picking, you know, two of the best players at their position at five and seven which is pretty hard yeah i mean i think the early winners of the draft had to be the jets right because they got not only they got sauce gardner but they got garrett wilson then they traded up in the late 20s right and then they got jermaine johnson who mm-hmm. shouldn't have even been there he fell from so he was projected like a top 10 top 15 pick in your mock g and then he went all the way down to what 26 26 yeah i mean i didn't think you'd drop that fall i mean obviously there's like People other teams will- that don't need edges in the middle of the draft but she is 26 is a just a crazy crazy fall for him people were picking wide receivers like crazy it's in, uh, like so high to yeah, make I mean, any sense i think that's me. pretty i think that's pretty standard now i guess so i mean because you got to have at least two good ones no now. One, i mean we're at a point where 
you not only need a number one receiver, you need a number two receiver that's also going to put up almost a thousand yards, you know? So you see teams that are like, you know. I guess they want to go all in on it. Yeah, yeah, like teams that are picking these guys are not really looking for number ones or they're looking for number ones and already have a number two, you know, something along the lines of that. So I think it's it's going to be pretty pretty cool to see all these receivers going and not just alignment and stuff. Well, this is coming from Patriots fans because I was mad. None of them. None of them. I mean, did you really expect it to happen? <laughs> hey, you got None. one wide receiver. Didn't you get a dude? Yeah, we did. Okay, let's save it for a little segment. But yeah, I'm, I wanted a like one of the. I wanted one of. The, I wanted one of his top receivers. Okay, not a guard, guard, dude. That's the opposite. That's the opposite of everything I wanted. The first pick. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and yeah, a guy who was is dra- with the Patriots, like you know, if you drafted a receiver first round, he was going to be the worst one available. So you might no, as well listen. get something that's going to be useful in two years. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wish they draft. Like, I wish they fell a little bit. They came off the board so quick. I hate this like new, new NFL. Never give me my dream. Let's talk about these wide receivers that went off the board in the first round. Right. You got London, obviously. You got Garrett Wilson from the Jets. Chris Olave went to the Saints. Jameson Williams, the Lions traded up to get him. Jahan Great Dotson pick. to the Commanders. Traylon Burks to the Titans. Green Bay doesn't select a wide receiver in the first round, but again, but they select Christian Watson in the trade-up from North Dakota State. Jerry Lance's old buddy. Yeah. So all these wide receivers, a lot of them went to good locations who need wide receivers. Which one would you draft right now if you had a dynasty football kind of thing, fantasy football thing yeah. going on, or just in fantasy football later on? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start with mine because I'm actually in this position I'm looking for a receiver in my dynasty league. Obviously, you know, there's so many to have this year. I really like Jameson Williams in Detroit. And, you know, obviously, there's not it's not the greatest, like, uh, quarterback situation right now. But if you're going dynasty league and you want just, I think it comes down to who's just the best wide receiver out of this 8-9. And I think it's Jameson Williams because he would have been the fastest if he had ran the 40. He would have been... You know, if you look at it like just pure what they did last year, he was the best one. It's just this whole injury kind of made him drop a little bit. And, you know, he didn't drop too far. Cause I think he went to 12 in that Minnesota pick that Detroit traded up for. So I think, I mean, he's obviously still really talented. That's why I took him there. I think he'll like really flash on your screen and he'll have chances to, you know, be the number one uh, wide receiver there. Even though Goff's a quarterback and, you know, like in some of these other situations, they almost all of them they have better quarterbacks. But I'm going with the talent over the situation. Well, that was my pick, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, lucky. You, you you beat me suck to it. it. But if if I if I have to choose another one, <laughs> you you okay? Listen, I'll just choose Garrett Wilson for the Jets, dude. Just because there's no solidified wide receiver one, and it's kind that's of like a, they're pick. both rookies. Yeah, and he's such a great talent. I don't, you know. So he can solidify himself too, as so. a great. I feel like yeah, he, he that's can why you get the field. That's a that's a good monster. Wilson, it's a great Wilson connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that should be your new thing, Matt. Wilson squared. Wilson squared. I'm not drafting Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice maybe try. In a, maybe in a two. You know, no. Do Russell Russell Wilson to uh, and Garrett Wilson. But okay, yeah, they're Wilsons. Either way. Yeah, the Wilsons. Good luck up. 
Well, that's good. Um, and I like Jameson Williams, too. Um, I think that you could also probably get him for a discount if he doesn't come back for the first couple of games. So right. there's a chance that you see a little uh, bit of a discount there. I am going to go with uh, Traylon Burks, actually, from the Titans. Oh, We're going to yeah, talk about did. this later. Yeah, I love Traylon Burks. When I looked up his profile and I was kind of scouting him out as a potential, you know, if we had to get a wide receiver in this year's draft to replace Debo Samuel, who is it going to be in the first round? I really like Traylon Burks because I think that he has a lot of versatility on his side, and he reminds me of a mini Debo Samuel, which is also the case for the Titans, who are trying to replace A.J. Brown with him. He is a yak beast. He gets so many yards after the catch, and not only that, he is going to get some end arounds, he got some carries, and I know Robert Woods is going to be there as well. He's a beast, And though. they're probably going to change Robert that. Robert Woods is a bum. Up, no, they right? don't even. Yeah, but the only issue that I have with uh, Burks is that, one, he's a rookie, so he might need to get up to speed a little bit. He needs to establish that connection with Tannehill. Two, he needs, like, this isn't a pass-first offense, right? This is a run-first thing. But if he's anything like A.G. Brown, and if they're going to use him as the A.G. Brown in this offense... He could be a wide receiver one, honestly. He will. Definitely. I think he has upside, and I think I'm gonna just mention and you know some of the other guys we haven't talked about. Uh, I literally like uh, Watson just because of his uh, just because of his like placement, you know, like he's gonna be in Green Bay. Someone's gotta catch those passes from Aaron Rodgers, and if we're just talking strictly fantasy, he might be having the best season next year. And if we're just talking next upcoming year, he might have the biggest because. If you're talking like quarterback situation and potential for, you know, touchdowns and yards, if he's better than Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard and whoever <laughs> else is there, I think they got... Oh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, come on. If, you, if he's better than those guys, he could he could be well, you know, a number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers. And those have always been wide receiver ones in fantasy. So if you go back to Jordy or if you go back to, obviously, Devontae... And in any time, whoever wasn't there when, you know, in between, they always had someone that was wide receiver that super fantasy relevant. I feel like it's Alan Lazard this year, though, for Green Bay, just because they've had the longest tenure together. Other than Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb's a real old, bro. So Dude, Alan Lazard is ass. Well, it isn't. <laughs> I mean, they just had that, that, that relationship already. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like talent always gets on the field more and makes more plays. And Alan Lazard well, probably the fourth best yeah. receiver on that team. <laughs> it's fifth if you count Aaron Jones. If <laughs> definitely fast, but damn, dang, Alan Laz- hey Lazard, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean my guy to light you up like that. I guess uh, we know G's not drafting him this year, yeah, man. I've been wrong about wide receivers before, but I I just don't think that you know, I mean. If he was such a you know promising talent, I feel like he would have seen some more flashes. Yeah, I was just reaching, dude, just for just for argument's sake. Do you think Christian Watson's really going to get like a Devonte Adams amount of targets? Because I think Devonte was the most targeted wide well, receiver no, this year. No, of course not. But you know, there's there's someone's got to get those catches on this team, and that's what I'm saying. It's just going to be whoever's the best receiver. You know, you're not going to yeah, get those targets goal. to. Just to, to no, give dude. To it's whoever eats dinner with him, and I'm telling you, it's going to be Lazard. My only concern with uh, Watson is that Aaron Rodgers kind of hates rookie wide receivers, honestly, because he blames them for like running the routes that he doesn't like. 
whatever. And then he changes the routes. Like, remember back in the McCarthy days that Rodgers kept changing the routes of all his receivers, and then when he, he overthrows them, he kind of blames them for the routes. So Great cop Someone out. You, sh- you should look out for, though, is um, the guy that they drafted the year before, right? I don't Same remember Brown? his name. Equinemius? Well, him too, but I was thinking <laughs> about uh, that Clemson wide receiver, um, Amari Rodgers, I want to say. Yeah, I think it is Amari Rodgers. He also has a draft pedigree. He was also pretty good back in Clemson. And now he's a second-year wide receiver. He's built a little bit of a rap board All with right. uh, Rodgers. You convinced me. So. I'm taking Amari Rodgers over Alan Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You're stupid, dude. No, there goes dude. the interview. Well, I'm not even sure. I'm not even saying Alan Lazard is going to be the guy. I'm just saying if... It, okay, never mind. Never mind. What Fine. are you saying? Out of all the receivers, you would take out. I want to say. I want to say Robert Tanyan. I want to say Robert Tanyan is the guy that you draft. I would take Tanyan. Yeah, Robert Tanyan's hurt. Who cares, dude? They still had that connection, bro. I'm just saying, Aaron Rodgers likes the guys he likes. Okay. Most That's like feminine guy, feminine guys. Okay. You okay. Know? Right. So Robert well, Tanyan. Say all that. Men with long hair. No, men with long hair. Listen, dude. Who do you throw to? He threw to. Adams, long hair. Jones, long hair. And guess who else Jordy who has long hair. hair? Who? Jordy Nelson. Jordy. Well, uh, the, uh, wait, that was different. Clay Matthews. Ooh. Oh, Clay, that's what Obviously, not, you're so stupid. Who's his favorite guy on uh, on the Green Bay Packers? Bektari, bro. That's his guy. He has long hair, too. Does he? Yes, I, I I can't even See, check honestly. It's medium hair. Know. You don't you don't remember? Yeah. I think Either I, way, I think he does. But Aaron Rodgers loves long-haired dudes who can ha- who he can have a relationship with. Who's who's that guy already? Robert Tanyan. Wow. It's true. The relationship with your receiver is very uh, important. If Aaron Rodgers starts eating breakfast with any of them, we need to find out right away. <laughs> and usually it's you who finds out. So can you find out from me already, dude? Yeah, I'll let you know when I figure You're it out. Trader. But I'm okay. not really yeah. keeping up with Nan Rogers nowadays. <laughs> good, good. That's okay. Guys are bum. Y'all haven't been hanging out recently. Nah, he stopped hitting me up after I told him fuck off and he didn't come to Pittsburgh. Don't talk about your pig now then. Oh my god, can you Hey you got you got your guy though. Yeah, so you are got we, are we on that segment now? Yeah, let's see? get let's Segway. just go right into it because that was supposed to be our last segment. But I love I really want to hear this actually. Yeah, I want to know. I mean, all right. Well, you know, we took a quarterback <laughs> at twenty when no one else took a quarterback in the first round. So I feel like at that point we probably could have got Pickett later in the draft. So we took him at twenty, which might have been a reach because you know he's a very average quarterback in my opinion, and you know I think he's a quarterback you. Uh, win with not because of you know it's a typical Jimmy Garoppolo Kirk Cousins maybe oh, okay. at the most like I feel like his peak is Kirk Cousins and his floor is you know Andy Dalton which is Ooh. not a great floor but well I feel, I feel like, like Andy Dalton is a legend <laughs> yeah exactly like people like Andy Dalton because he can you know win your games when it, sometimes because he's just throwing it to AJ Green or something you know yeah I think yeah. that's the type of thing we're going for here so I, I just feel like if, you know, what, the, what I do like about Kenny is that he does give us more upside than Mitch, and that doesn't take much to do. I, I, I'd rather start him rather than Mitch Trubisky still. I kind of warmed up to the point to where, like, you know, I really wanted Malik Willis. Like, I had him going to us in our mock, and everybody thought that, you know, that was the one, but they really liked Pickett. 
So I feel like, you know, they, they know what they're doing because they've seen him more than anybody, like literally because he's in the same building as them. And if they thought he wasn't good, I don't know why they would still get him. And they must have seen something that, you know, made them want to like, you know, gravitate towards him. Even, you know, like you see him every day. If he wasn't the guy, you wouldn't need to like, you know, go and scout him and watch his combine to find out. You have already been watching him for the last four years, five years. So they must see something in him that I just don't see yet. So we'll see how it goes. But I do like how the it gives us the opportunity to start him right away and give us a little bit more upside than Mitch Trubisky. And I think, you know, really he should be able to Mitch. beat him in a he should be able to beat Mitch in a quarterback competition. I mean Pickett played five years in college, bro. He's not gonna he's not the type of quarterback that needs to be sitting. Once you play five years, you're concerned at all yeah, that that's... you play five years in college and you only broke out the fifth year. That's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's concerning. But if he's he's got to be pro ready, because like you know you're not 21, you're 23 getting drafted. You got to be competing with 23 yeah, year olds so that are quarterback, and they most of the ones that are in the NFL are either have played a year or two, and then they get 20 become 23 years. Still not even 23. You know what I mean? Like he's old. He's the older quarterback. So I really do hope that. He's able to go and win the, the quarterback competition right away and, you know, show that he's, you know, going to be QB1. Because, like, imagine, you know, we start this off season. Mike Tomlin's already came out and said both of them have, even including Mason, all three of them have a chance to start whoever plays best during the off season. So if it comes down to that and yeah. he can't win the quarterback competition or is a second string or something to like Mason or Waste to Mitch, like, does that not say something like, like that's gotta be like a sign of concern to someone else other than me, because you're supposed to be quarterback one and you couldn't beat out Mason, you know, unless it's going to be like a Niners situation where they came out and said, Trey Lance is not playing starting week one. Even if he's better or wet at worse, we're not starting him, right? Okay, we already said that Mitch Trubisky or or <laughs> Kenny or Mason could start. Whoever's the best this off season. So if Mitch, if he can start better than Mitch and Mason, that's just, I'm I'm scared, bro. He got to be starting week one. That's my thing. Like, there's just no, no reason I, he doesn't start week one. I put a dollar that Mason Mason starts. Oh my God, the payout would be like millions. It's yeah. never going to happen. I've seen some beat Someone... writers say that, like, Mason deserves to start still. I was like, bro, dude. <laughs> Find your address. <laughs> Must have paid him. Must have, bro. Must have got a message from Mason. Hey, can you come support me, man? They totally forgot yeah. about me. I need a piece on me. <laughs> it, like, dude, I'm going to pi- supply you with some t- tickets, dude. Just just write this down. Yeah, bro, that's probably really what it was. He's like, I'll get you tickets to week one. You and your fam. Oh, are you saying that you wouldn't like next next episode? You just say that Mason Rudolph should be the starter. Bro, if he gave me tickets, bro, I would fucking, I would do anything in my power to start him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. What do you guys think about that logic there, though? If he can't beat out, oh, it's definitely. If he can't beat out Mitch and Mason in a quarterback competition, does that not a sign of concern to you guys? No, yeah, he has to be. He's so old. 100%, 100%, dude. You right. have to be starting now or you can't start ever. You're yeah, basically because like... I feel like with quarterbacks, like, you know right away what you have. Like, maybe other than Josh Allen, which really good quarterback wasn't really good to start away, right away, you know, right when they started. Like, Mahomes first year, Justin Herbert first year, Joe Burrow, his second year, his first year fully starting. Even his first year, he was really good. You know, maybe it's your second year, right? I think it's going to be like but, Baker, Baker right? bro. But 
after a year or two, like you're not, you become who you are. You know, you're, you're, you are what you put out there for tape for two years or one year. But where you know Pickett's fifth year, he broke out his fifth year. You know, there's there's no expectation of like you get time to sit and learn. This is your you know rookie year because he's not like you know Justin Herbert or Mahomes where they were like Back you Jones. know barely had any tape on them and you didn't know what they were getting and their teams were had better quarterback situation. We don't have a quarterback quarterback right now where I feel comfortable enough to like just let him ride out the whole year you know on the bench okay what about well josh allen i feel like is the only one that's an exception right ridiculously better yeah his second year exponentially right but i I agree with you in a a way oh okay um i agree with you in the way that the steelers should start picket week one but you do have to understand i think the only reason why they wouldn't is because they're competing right now, right? They're contenders right now. The Niners, when they said that they were benching Trey Lance for a year, they're going to start January. Trey wasn't ready. They're going to have, yeah. Trey never played well, football in, in two years. Kickett's played the last five. Never. You know, they, okay. yeah, he didn't play any well, good, he didn't play any games. He played one game his, his year he came out of college. The year before that was all COVID. And then the year, that was, it was until when he played, you know, it had been two years. And then, you know, he's, he didn't. He had to take some time off, get it figured out. He went to North Dakota State. Like Pickett still went to Pittsburgh, played in the ACC, played big series or played big time games, big time schools. He's you know a five year player. You know like what 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 are we what are we waiting on here? <laughs> He's just waiting for I'm just Baker. saying that you, there's a legitimate reason to bench a rookie quarterback if you believe that another quarterback on the roster gives you a better chance to win. Now it's not a great thing to have, especially with Pickett, if because as you said, he is an experienced five-year starter. He should probably be starting as soon as he can, because yeah, once you're out there, yeah. But did you just that's make it. it. Sound you can't like, pull him. Make it sound you like we like we got some guy that though like we just know we should rock out with for at least a year. Like, and Jimmy, the at least in Jimmy's that, case, yeah, no. At least in Jimmy's case, you know, he had that Super Bowl run. This is Mitch Trubisky we were fucking talking about, bro. <laughs> He's got a couple wild cards. He's got an MVP, so you can't knock that against him. That's fair. It's the first MVP, but don't I think the bigger concern is that I feel like you guys just drafted another Mitchell Trubisky right here, like. No, they drafted I, a Baker. You guys, they drafted a Baker because you're gonna have Mitch Trubisky be out there. He's gonna get hurt and then just project Kenny into the in the spotlight because uh, Mitch is just playing so trash. Just I like feel that. like the comp. The comp though is exactly Mitchell Trubisky. Like you got this kind of athletic quarterback with a decent arm and you know he is a little bit mobile but he broke out in his last year and now he's declaring for the draft he got picked high and like in the first round right like it feels like mitch is going to be a great mentor for uh pickett because <laughs> they're almost like the same dude I mean, mitch like, could be a great backup for us i really do mirror. don't think we can start off the season with him and amazing wow, go yeah. get cut for all i care <laughs> Damn. So we got, we got, we got Claypool's replacement too now. We're so set. <laughs> you made him announce his replacement. I know. That is so savage, bro. bro. He needs to be humbled. I hate Claypool, bro. Like, he has God. a beef with Cleveland, and Cleveland doesn't even care about him. He's Canadian. How can you hate Claypool? Because he sucks. And he's just hella <laughs> annoying. He is, he is like, he's more annoying than Juju Smith-Schuster was. Damn. I know, at least Juju was about that light, bro. Juju was cool cool until the TikToks. 
Claypool has never been cool, bro. <laughs> you never like Claypool. I like Claypool. I thought like as a Claypool. talent, and if I, I still think as a talent, he's great, bro. But his personality is so annoying. Like, we got whooped by Cleveland two years in the playoffs, and then you started talking shit about them right after, bro. Like, they didn't just 30 pop us in our own fucking building. <laughs> and then I know like, the news, man, like he, bro, the, dra- the draft was in where? It was in uh, Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, and he's hating on Cleveland, bro. Like, what? Oh, I actually didn't see the announcement. He, he came out and was like, but... he, he literally dissed Cleveland in Las Vegas. What are we doing, bro? That was two <laughs> years. That was a whole season ago. Bros is remembered. This, this doesn't make any sense to me, bro. He's like, bro, he has like some personal beef with them, bro. And it's like, you're a second year player who just needs to like prove that you're still like worth keeping around, you know? Because like, what, bro, he had a great rookie year and then played like sort of mids last year. And whatever he, he and whatever he did rookie year was same Ben Roethlisberger that was there this year. So you can't tell me he's been playing with some better quarterback the year before. It's the same dude. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel like with Pickens <laughs> now we got his replacement, and you can he does not fit what we got going on there personality wise. I know you like Pickens. I love Pickens, and I was telling you guys about he's my sleeper this year, and I hope he falls to us. And because of his uh, personality and character concerns, he did he did fall a little bit. But, man, that man's going to be a problem. I think really, like, you know, he's not going to be, like, a statistical impact, but a run game and just physicality and the presence you bring to your team and then just the actual talent he has as a receiver. It's just, I I like it. It's Pittsburgh. It's not fucking dancing TikToks and, you know, crying and complaining like Claypool. About your business. You guys are about your business, huh? Yeah, Pickens is about that business, bro. He's about that action. And for now, for, for now. now, and then, and then Until a couple gets years it. later, <laughs> you're gonna be like, man, bro, I Pickens hate. Pickens starts George. dancing and shit, bro. I'm gonna lose my mind, bro. I'm gonna lose my <laughs> mind, bro. Let me just let me just link you his TikTok real quick, okay, bro? Let me just yeah, bro. If I, one day I pick Pickens on my TikTok, bro, and he's like, he's doing the dance of, with Addison Ray, bro. Why I hate Baltimore? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Talking about I hate Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you say that this isn't the culture of the Steelers, but look, you got AB, and then you had what Juju. AB was never Claypool. an issue though until like year nine, and he you had fucking gotta, seven like, straight thousand yard seasons, bro. <laughs> you could be an issue at that point, bro. G <laughs> says you're allowed to. Yeah, bro. Just give me cool, seven thousand yards. AB's gonna be a Steeler legend, bro. So, like it or not, bro, he's he's like probably the greatest Steeler receiver. So, damn. Now Lin Swan. Lin Swan was cool because he won, bro. But bro, no one putting up AB numbers, bro. <laughs> no, he was up there with job, Rice bro. in the first eight years, bro. Come on, mm. that that means something. We pray for we pray for you though. Yeah, man. I hope you're. Well, at least we don't got your problem. We don't got any receivers. I, yeah, I feel for like real. I feel like your reaction no to the like Kenny Pickett was exactly what Gav had last year with Mac Jones. Oh, it's just you it accept even... the mids, bro. Like, it's just, you know, he's cool. He will compete just have to like it. the Patriots did, bro. But every year, you're just going to know he's the dude's just average, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But, dude, this year, my, um, I'm, I'm okay with him, bro. Yeah, I'm and I'll probably sure be okay, okay with, it? with it by week two, week three, when he's starting. And then we win a couple games, and he has 150 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm still not okay with the Mac Jones, you know, but whatever. You gotta live with it. Macaroni cheese is here to stay. 
Unless, dude, this we drafted a freaking Zap, Bailey Zap, bro, and they're telling me that he's like, he's stone cold, he's, he's like guy. a sleeper. Yeah, he, everyone keeps saying that to me. I'm like, bro, I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah, oh, bro. somebody tell me something. What's gonna happen to Jared Stidham now, guys? Should ah, we talk dude, about he's, it? he's cut. Or should, we, should we hold is on? Brian, on is Brian Hoyer still there? Brian yeah. Hoyer's still there too. It's an immediate cut for uh, Jared Stidham, Stidham though. Yeah, Stidham. Stidham. I thought he was the future. (laughs) I know, dude. I remember it was like, this guy's the guy. No. You guys lost Brady for Stidham, bro. Brady's forced out by Stidham. Brady Brady (laughs) said it was me or him. uh, Him decide. Oh, my God. Matt's laughing right now until Jimmy's starting week one, bro. (laughs) Uh, I know, dude, with that contract. Hey, at least my mid mid thing is almost over. He's only got one more year left. What are we going to do? Resign him. him What do you guys resign him? What do you guys (laughs) extend him? I'd probably probably have to jump off the bridge. You can can join the Patriots Patriots boat, dude. Just jump into the boat with us, okay? We're going down that river. Mac Jones is basically new Jimmy. Well, you better hope that he's a new Jimmy, actually. Never, dude. Dis- disrespectful. Dude, Mac Jones is a great guy now, dude. He's, he's a, he, he knows about the culture, dude. He's about the people, you know. And he, he, he wins for me. That's all I want. McCorkle's a good guy, man. But that's all I have to say about him. Well, talk to me about your draft, uh, Gav. What did you think about the Patriots draft? It was weird, dude. We were picking people where you weren't supposed to pick them. Where was it? Where was a guard from? Chattanooga. Chattanooga, bro. <laughs> dude, I thought they were. I thought. I thought like um, they were saying like some like frat persons like. Last. That's name. like his tagline. No, that's his tagline. Chattanooga, Chattanooga, or something like that. And it's so <laughs> strange, dude. I was like, "Are you kidding that me?" Was a the guard? most random pick of the first round. I'm telling you. And you, then, you know what I mean? Like, you guys are good at drafting online. If it was a receiver, I would be really yeah. concerned, oh, you know? Or if it was, like, a, was in, a corner or something. But it's a yeah. it's a guard, bro. It's so, a guard. You know, no, but be good. Our, 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 our lineman coach, Skinecki, I forgot his name. Dante Skarnecchia. Skarnecchia. However you say his freaking name. He's not there anymore. So that he was the guy who really formed our linemen. That's why we weren't that good last year. And well, I think you guys I mean, are pretty good in pretty the run good. game. Yeah, but that you know that's only because we have a top three running back in the league. You guys, have, uh, you guys dude, drafted yes. another running back, if I'm not mistaken. I know Pierre Strong, dude. That guy's gonna be nasty. Bro, Third you, down. Bro, I really monster. thought Ramondre Stevenson was gonna be a starter this year for you guys because he was a dog for you guys, and then now he's gonna be like running back five, bro. Like it's on, definitely dude. committee, dude. You can't draft any of the uh, Patriot running backs now. It's a, I started Ramondre uh, in fantasy <laughs> in a must win. Tragic. That's only against Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> dude, that's desperation calls. I'd be sweating. I'll just throw away, throw in the towel. But yeah, dude, I was happy with our drafts. I mean, again, it it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to trade away all of our picks just for um, Debo. But you know, I'll take this. They gave me a wide receiver, fastest in the. Okay, let me talk about this wide receiver, actually. Thornton, bro, hilarious pick. They finally choose a wide receiver in, like, the first two rounds. I thought you guys were going to take Pickens from us. I thought so, too, dude. I was like, dude, there's no more Watson left. There's no more Jahan Dotson. These guys are all gone. These guys were supposed to be around in the second round. And then it was like... A mess of, take, still take noodling one, around. But... I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit, dude. You I was know, like, I can't really do this, bro. 
we're, we're changing the culture, bro. We're changing the culture. This guy's fast, dude. He's got tiny hands. And he has a record, bro. Can I get a Steelers on three? One, two, three, Steelers. Let's go. We got oh some hitters God. in our... Oh, I'm bro, sorry. Yeah, we're literally going to be better than you guys with either quarterback. Or, <laughs> oh, we got the disrespect. Look how he caught the disrespect, bro. But I'm you just saying, dude. To, you guys it. are closer to the Jets than fucking Bills in your division. Yeah, dude. You know, yeah. honestly, I feel like the Jets will clap us this year. If not bro, next you guys year. Might, you guys might fuck around and be fourth. Bro. It's heating up. It's heating up. Tell me not. Our division is not the hardest now. Tell, tell me not. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I hate you guys. You did How? not just say that when Deshaun How? Watson just came to our division and the AFC West just got Russell Wilson and you Dude, got you have fucking a... Zach Wilson to a tongue of a little. In the words of Nando, you have a running quarterback in your division, bro. Or just a running back as a quarterback, and then and you have that, that guy. All three of the other quarterbacks not named Josh Allen in your division. All our quarterbacks no, are better than all your quarterbacks, basically. AFC East, AFC East runs the NFL, dude. We got the Bills, Jets. The Bills, the Bills, the, the Bills, the Bills. Okay, dude. God, that's the disrespect. Can't take it. What is there to respect? Spooky Jets. What is there Spooky to respect? Jets. Yeah, the Jets and the, and the Dolphins got a 7 and 10. Dolphins got Tyree <laughs> Kill and Jalen Waddle. What do you guys got? Kendrick Bourne and Taekwon Thornton. If you listen, okay, you got let me think. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I go with that side and guy, dude. He never he never dropped big again. No. <laughs> dude, we drafted like three tight ends the last draft. I don't want another yeah, one, bro. Double double down, bro. Nah, dude. Either way, great great draft. It was very mid. I never expect anything out of the uh, truly as a Patriots fan. I never expect anything out of the draft. You can't expect anything. We're horrible at it, dude. We're still trying to make up for our, our draft in 2018. Oh my god, he's still on our team. Still on our team. I know. I know, I know. Matt can't relate to that, too, bro. I mean, oh, no, Niners no, and no. Steelers have been known for you know good drafts and. Stuff well, yeah, like but that. we're known for winning, so it doesn't really matter. We have the most. That's uh... long gone, bro. No, no, it's, it's not long time. It is long <laughs> the gone. age of McCorkle. Yeah. McCorkle's gonna take us to the promise nine line, years of seven or nine. Listen, dude, we're in a better spot than the, the, the Niners. That's all I got to say right now. They have nothing. They have too much, too many players like mad at their at the team, okay? Well, I'm not pleased about that, but yeah. you know. Well, should we move on? We, at least what do we, what do we, we haven't. What do we feel about the Niners draft or, I guess, lack thereof? Because they have declined multiple Aren't... First round offers. From they have the regressed Jets, from the Lions. That is that is uh, who knows who misconstrued a you know statement. Such you know. a regression. That is. Um, I am okay with the Niners not p- taking those picks because, first of all, when I saw it on draft day and Ian Rappaport was saying, "Oh, the Niners were offered tenth overall uh, for Debo Samuel," and I was like, "Oh my God, we're so fucking stupid," right? <laughs> especially. After we saw the AJ Brown trade and the Marquise Hollywood Brown trade um, for first round picks, and then we were offered the tenth overall pick, a top ten pick. This is exactly what I wanted, right? And we say no. I'm like, okay, we're so stupid. We're not going to sign Debo, especially after all these wide receiver contracts just got uh, signed and traded, right? We're not going to get him money. back. It's over, right? Nope. 
it turns out that the picks that were offered were 10th overall and a 5th round pick for the 61st pick, which is our first pick of the draft, and Debo Samuel. And I'm like, hell no, that's just a trade-up. If you're not going to give us you know, the first round pick for Debo Samuel straight up, and we should actually ask for more than that, then I'm not going to give you no deal, no dice. No, I agree. And then I feel like you guys yeah. got to work it out with Debo. That's what they said they yeah. were. He said that they, they, every, all the problems can be ironed out, apparently, is what the news outlets were saying. I mean, bro, there's enough M's to always iron out every problem. You have I think to, that's yeah. the problem they're having right now. He needs to get paid yeah. for all the damage he's going to take. Bro, That's what he... I, 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 I think you're 100% right, Gav. I think that he's going <laughs> to... He took a shit ton of damage last year and barely on the squeak of his feet, literally on that last Rams game, he walked that healthy. He was limping his way out of there on like, he, like you know... What a soldier, dude. I, yeah, honestly, you should I come to like the Patriots for freedom, right? can't have two, right? three years without that, that without a contract. Being so a number a, one I'm, receiver and the number contract. two running back slash number one running back. That is Carrying your entire workload. offense, yeah. Don't worry, we drafted another running back to replace his load at the running back position. <laughs> this dude's a whole fine. When are you guys in a yeah, pit, man? Is... Come on, dude. I hope soon. You got, you got I think you're going to get this AJ Brown contract, right? AJ Brown was, what, $25 million? Yeah, so he's got to get at yeah, least 20, 25, 27, if not, because he's... All pro first team wasn't he this year? And what AJ yeah. Brown's barely making pro bowls at twenty five million. You all gotta give him like thirty million, bro. The issue is that once you keep on neglecting to give him a contract, that price goes up because now AJ Brown is paid and Marquise yeah, you is probably gonna get a contract soon. Yeah. So now and then you got Devontae, you got Tyreek, you got uh who else? There's one more. Um why does he that was signed this Christian year? Christian Kirk. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck Bulky. Bulky <laughs> really ruined everything. Here. He really like, blew it up. It was horrible. Do you know the highest paid wide receiver was like DeAndre Hopkins at like, what, 20-something million, like, like 23, maybe? No, I think 25. it was like 27 this year. Which is great standard. Okay. But then Christian Kirk became second with like 24. And then now everyone got a new contract. Because A.J. Brown would have been cool with like 21. And then you guys probably could have got him. Uh, Debo for like a cool 23, 24. 20. But now it's like AJ Brown got 25. <laughs> now you guys got to give him like 27. Now minimum is 25 now, dude. Minimum. Yeah, minimum. You you got to give him at least. Totally I think guaranteed. probably a big issue too. Like, what, you have 58 M's mil- guaranteed. You guys got to at least give him the first two. So that's 50 million, 60 million almost guaranteed. Ooh. And then if not Nightmare. More, Nightmare sure for the Niners. I'm not, not too not concerned about the good. contract. The contract is probably fine because we got a guy, Parag Marathi. He's pretty good at them and like maneuvering the cap hit so that it doesn't so that it doesn't hurt us as much. The only issue I have with a Debo Samuel contract is how much of it is gonna be guaranteed for injury. Because eventually the wheels are gonna come off if we're gonna keep using him like we did. I don't think we are because He's going to die if that happens, right? Bro, that's just not humanly possible, bro. There's, if, yeah. You can not, give him an, an, 100 mil a year, bro. He's not going to be able to play that much, bro. Like, do that much. You'll be able to play, but not do that much. So then that's the issue, right? So then how are you going to value what he's going to do later, right? Is that going to be $25 million? We're going to have to see about that. That's what I think the holdup is with uh, they wanna... John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Yeah, bro. Because I think that they have to be like, okay, you guys how much him. are we going to use him? You guys got to sign him, though. Like, the draft yeah, is over now. Do. What are you going to ask for? Players back in trade? Like, 
you're just kind of shooting yourself in the foot one day at a waiting, you know, you guys did that with Jimmy too. This, this reluctancy to wait too long, make it happen. Yeah. Waiting too long. Dude. If you're going to sign him, sign him earlier, bro. In the beginning of the summer, you would have, or not the beginning of summer at the right at the beginning of, uh, you had the chance to like give him the 24 or 25. Then you wouldn't before Christian Kirk gets his contract before AJ Brown gets traded, you know, before the next receiver who gets traded, like what if DK gets done traded tomorrow or resigned tomorrow and gets 27. So now you got to give him 28, 29 at least, you know, like, <laughs> get it done i feel like that's like been the niners problem like with the trade with jimmy oh we still want a second we still want a second bro like dude just trade him for a fifth who cares at this point you know you guys just gotta be able to move on and i don't feel like you guys are always just wanted the niner way what's best for the niners and then you know as a gm you should be doing that but i feel like you also gotta understand maybe, to winning dude. yeah bro this this you're not like i don't know like how it's not a winning culture that you're setting up by keeping players along too long here we got like 25 million tied up in jimmy g right now we need to get him out of here so that we can get that debo samuel contract exactly training for pennies dude and i know matt loves pennies dude so (laughs) everyone don't don't (laughs) but uh as far as the draft goes you know i thought we made a couple good selections drake jackson i really like in the second round I think he's going to be the immediate successor for D Ford, who also needs to take a hike because he's also a huge contract that we need to offload at this point. But I think that he's going to line up right alongside Bosa. He's going to be great. Remember that name. I don't like that we drafted a running back with the second pick that we had (laughs) at the third in the top 100. Come we on. picked another fucking running back. It was so annoying. Yo, dude, that's how like, I feel. We just drafted another edge in the second round, like or the, the third round or some shit. I'm like, bro, we have so many edges, bro. Like, move but on. Edges are that's like good. edges are a valuable position. Bro, but you, when you, when like, you don't got a single, good, you don't got corners, or you don't got a safety, or you have other holes on your team. You can't just keep drafting the same shit. You guys do the same problem. That's like, fair. when you got holes, that like, you got an O lineman like that, you probably could have drafted in the third round, right? That was when you got the running back. The third round? Yep. Yes, you could have got an third old lineman. Round. You guys could have used the corner. Uh, I don't know, maybe some other D lineman. Anything, bro. You guys could have trapped another running back. I feel like that's their best spot. And if even then, your best running back last year was what? Elijah Mitchell? Who a wide, a wide, a wide, yeah. You're telling yeah, me you... That's exactly why I was mad. Because Kyle Shanahan has constantly turned like these guys into gold, right? He's turned pennies into gold at this point. So why are we... Because and the third round pick that we drafted last year, Trey Sermon, didn't play. Where was he last year? Where was he? And the crazy right. part so is why you guys have, have him. Guy. So you guys have yeah. Elijah Mitchell. Oh, I totally forgot about Trey, Trey Sermon. Sermon. Holy crap. Uh, Jeff Wilson, uh, Debo. If you end up keeping him, and now you gotta have another running back. You have five different people that can run the ball. Juice check is six. If you when you ever you guys want to use him, like there's so many people back there. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Makes yeah, no that was, sense. That's my favorite pick of the uh, whole draft but other than that we got we actually shored up in the secondary we shored up on the offensive line which is good because we needed those um dj jones also left so we all had to get a guy for to replace him and now we have a lot of cornerbacks which i love but the thing is we should have addressed that last year and that's what i was mad at because we like we came out of the draft and i was like wait where's all the cornerbacks we needed like a single cornerback we didn't get any and now we address it a year later. But now this year, we need a safety because Jaquiski Tart isn't here anymore. And we didn't draft a single safety. So that's the only issue I have. Where the hell is my safety? 
Right. I kind of play Patriots where you can play multiple positions. Yeah. I guess that's I mean, what's going like to have to happen. Debo at uh, safety. I feel like he always, every team, you know, has a couple questionable picks. So I feel like just got to kind of take your W's where you can in the draft. And where your team has a question mark, you kind of just live with it, you know? Like, what can you do? Out of all of our teams, though, which one do you think had the better draft? Out of our three teams. I mean, my my draft, our Steeler draft predicates on Kenny Pickett. You know, if he's half decent, yeah. getting a quarterback in any draft is, makes it the win, you know? But if he's ass and yeah. we spent a first-round pick on him, then we just look like complete idiots, and we have the worst out of us three. I, I feel like mine... I'm just going to say mine, then. Mine is just well <laughs> over, all around, you know, nothing too fancy. Only up, only up is what I can say that we can get out of our... Our, there are two quarterbacks that we got, our, our, our running back and our wide receiver. Oh, God, I love uh, Thornton already, dude. Oh, my God. Thornton is – I'm not, uh-huh. not going to start. We'll, we'll save that mm-hmm. for some other day, bro. But that <laughs> oh, guy's dude. a deep – deep run streaks, and your quarterback and not like – He's got an arm, bro. <laughs> Chill. He won uh, the uh, the quarterback contest. Yeah, we'll see about – What, are we talking Pro Bowl? <laughs> yeah, the Pro Bowl one. <laughs> Are we not talking pro bowl? Come on. You no, know, he was an alternate. About that competition he was an alternate like Mitch Trubisky. Thingy, right? No. Oh, Shut up, God. dude. No, this guy's... <laughs> <laughs> he's throwing deep now. He, he's going to have to. Who cares? Mac Jones was invited to the pro bowl like Mitch Trubisky was invited to the pro bowl a couple years ago. Yeah, it just happens, <laughs> It's, like, it's the exact same thing. Look, still, Brady drops still out went. and Rogers drops out. Still went, dude. I think still enough, went. you give him enough years, bro, they'll start asking one of us to show up to the pro bowl to play quarterback, bro. Exactly. <laughs> dude, bet. Against the, I could probably throw better than Baker. Let's go. Baker's not going to be at the pro bowl, bro. He's not getting invited. <laughs> Oh, no, Probo, uh, Baker's still stuck in Cleveland. Oh, I know. I was about to say, what, what happened to that guy? Jesus, he's still he's in Cleveland. Bro. Just like Kenny I'd Pickett will be. Just to clear up this last thing, like the Steelers, I think, is the most impactful draft. Right. I don't know if it's the best, a but lot of hinges. they're going to make a break on it. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of hinging. I mean, I'm happy we didn't trade up for any quarterback. That would have been a big mistake. I don't know why we traded up for the wide receiver, though. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know why we had to give away Bill. those picks. Bill doing Bill, I guess. No, it was the dog. It was the dog just doing throwing stuff out there. What what draft do you, what team do you guys think had a good draft that you know that we haven't talked about? Uh, oh, that we haven't talked while, about. Yeah, well, I'll go first while you guys think. Uh, I'm gonna go with arch rival, uh, Baltimore Ravens. They had a great draft when I mean they kind of you know traded Hollywood for first, which is an insane value. They they got a better overall pick like number pick i think they got like 23 they spent a later first round pick to get hollywood brown on their team so i think that's just a master class by them and then being able to get two of the best day one starter players in this draft like if you're talking what two players are going to make an impact right away the quickest out of this whole draft class you're saying tyler lindeballum has one as number one center he's going to be that like Creed Humphrey was what number two ranked PFF center last year or something. He's just going to be just like that. You get centers like these, like every draft class has one. They have a center that's just really, really good. And he just doesn't get drafted as high as other linemen because he plays center. So they got the best center. And then they got Kyle Hamilton, who you guys know I was really high on. And to see him go to the Ravens, that might be healthy. The the best secondary in the NFL easily. Like if you're talking 
Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey on the outside, two high safety, Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton. Like, bro, who is throwing on that? And where are you throwing it to? That is playmakers and great Mm -hmm. DBs everywhere. And I just feel like that's how you win a draft, really. Like, they didn't reach. Instead, they just took whoever fell to them both times. And, you know, I think they they knocked it out the park. Obviously, they're missing a receiver now, which they have been missing for a while. I don't know how they're going to fill that hole for right receiver. They don't even need that. They do need that. But just for, you know, only they need to reach up for a receiver. Both their picks, there wasn't really anybody too mind-blowing. I mean, you could have took, you know, someone early instead of Kyle Hamilton, but you just don't get people like Kyle Hamilton at pick 13 without trading up. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have what? props for anyone? No, I don't care about any other team, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll give the Eagles props for being A.J. Bowden with the Titans because I hate Titans. Good job to you guys. And, but, you know... No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't well, have we'll any get, problems. We'll get to the line. We'll get to the Titans in a second. Um, but I will go with the Detroit Lions. Actually, I really like what they did in this draft. First of all, you get the number one overall player, basically Aiden Hutchinson, and he gets to return to Michigan. It's a good story, and he's a great pass rusher. Fits the scheme. Good too for there. the Detroit defense. Yeah, and they need a franchise guy. They need someone. It's not Jared Goff, but they need someone in uh to rally around to get the jerseys going right so aiden hutchinson is going to be that dude at least he's gonna probably be there for the next five years you never know it's detroit but whatever then you trade up you get jameson williams out of alabama you get your number one wide receiver right off the board and you pair him with amon ross st brown that is a lot better than what they had last year right it was just TJ Hawkinson versus the world. Now they got two wide receivers, basically. St. Brown, Hawkinson, and Jameson Williams. I think that is going to be really good for them. And, you know, I think they kind of shored up the defense a little bit. And I feel like Detroit is making a lot of strides. And ultimately, this is going to help Jared Goff. But it's also going to show what they have in him, right? Because either he's going to be the same old mediocre Jared Goff who's not going to get you anywhere but he's just going to be just decent enough to be a starter or you know he's going to be terrible and you're probably going to have to like do something about him next year and you still maintain the future for next year I still think they have the uh, Rams pick next year first round pick yeah and and they have their own pick so they could probably make a move for a quarterback yeah I mean dude I, I agree with you and you know I think this kind of transition no, to still the crap team. team that I was kind of wanted to talk about but kind of revolves a bunch of trades so that's going to be the Eagles. I think, you know, the just the draft day for them was amazing. You know, getting Jordan Davis with one pick and trading basically just another first for A.J. Brown. That's about as... Dude, that has to be the most lit thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, bro. If you're an Eagle fan, bro, what else could you want, bro? You get the best D-lineman that's like the, the number one at almost every physical trait that D-lineman has ever had. And yeah. You get A.J. Brown solidified. Jalen Hurst is, like, best friend. Like, if you think, you know, if you're an Eagle fan for some odd reason, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> up big time this year. <laughs> and you get to replace your, you get to replace Jason Kelsey, although, or just, like, you know, have a clone of him. Basically. Good for yeah. you guys, Jorgens. It's going to be a beast for them, so. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they got Kobe Dean in the third round who fell mm-hmm. because of an injury that he didn't want to get surgery on. 
So I that is insane. Great, insane. great, great value. Oh my god, I just wish we picked if him. If he doesn't play, if you let him redshirt his rookie year, let him not play, rest his injury, do whatever he's got to do, bro. Even a third round value for him, you can you can do that. You're not really expecting much from your third rounders anyway. He's come back next year as a beast. Oh my god. You projected Nicobe Dean to the Eagles in your first. Bro, round. yeah, dude, what? That's so crazy. They stayed to them in the third. That's value. Yeah, that's and great. that's why I picked them. Good for them. All right, we're gonna go to our last topic of the day: the Tennessee Titans. They were one of the biggest movers, one of the biggest uh, storylines <laughs> after the draft. Not only because they traded AJ Brown to the Eagles for their first round pick, and then selected Traylon Burks out of Arkansas with that. They also, later on, traded into the third round once again to draft Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty, the number one quarterback prospect um, by consensus, by G's draft board. You know, that's insane on its own. And basically, the Titans reloaded in a sense. They got the future wide receiver in Traylon Burks. They got their future star quarterback in Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill made a little bit of a comment. Um saying, you know, it is not my job to mentor him. That's been getting a little bit of fervor recently. I don't think it's that bad, personally, but, you know, yes, it, is. it is just what it is. You I know. just feel like it's kind of, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're a quarterback, you obviously want to play as long as you can. And if that means, you know, helping another guy out, why not? You know, like, I just, I don't know, me personally, maybe I'm just, you know, a different type of person. I would have helped out anybody that, you know, that especially someone that, you know, doesn't have anything against you, you know, like Malik sounded like a bad person or he didn't say fuck Ryan Tannehill first day he got there or something, you know, like what could you, you know, like at least give him a chance, I guess, and what I'm trying to say, um, you know, there's an aspect of like a rookie quarterback comes in there, you know, he's not obviously starting day one, you know, you be a nice guy, you treat him well, you know, I think it'll just end up long term, it'll just come back and be a good thing for you, you know, you don't want to leave a team saying, this guy wasn't ready to help out a rookie quarterback because, you know, what if you become a bridge quarterback? So if bridge quarterbacks, you know, they got to be okay with just starting and proving themselves while there might be a guy that's on the bench that's getting better. So I just feel like, you know, Ryan Tannehill just needs a little bit of a reality check in that sense. Like, I don't know who he thinks he is. I thought he was uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers deep for yeah, a second. Bro, like, you, you've never done shit to say something like that, bro. You better <laughs> fucking go show him how to run the goddamn playbook first week of practice, bro. No, it's understandable, though. He found a cozy nest for him to, like, finally do good in. And now he just wants to protect it. Good for him. I love that. Cutthroat. But uh, when Willis takes your job, I'll get to watch you burn. Just because he made Tom Brady leave. Yeah. When they cut him next offseason so then they can start Malik Willis. (laughs) Uh, We'll uh, we'll swap Tannehill for Jimmy. Actually, no. Bro, Wait, what? What did you just say? Expensive. He's way too expensive. I, I love that. I love what it. About, I love it. About, Put them in more cap space. Trey Lance? What do you keep worried about huh? other quarterbacks? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yes, get rid of Jimmy. <laughs> for another quarterback? <laughs> we'll do whatever we have to do to get rid of him. It's okay. Ship, ship him off to Europe for all I care. It's fine. I don't but, get what the Titans did, but if you want to speak on the... the draft trade they made i just you know my logic nowadays with you know drafting players and signing players and homegrown talent doesn't seem like there's much you know longevity in nfl anymore and you know aj brown he got drafted there he played really well they asked of him to do many different things he did them all very well 
He never complained, never suspended, no issues, no off the court, off the field, off on the field, nothing you can complain about, right? You drafted him too. He's like, you know, your guy. He's been there. You don't want to pay him. Like, why are you offering him such a shit contract? Sixteen million, like, that's what you have. Like, so what if Traylon Burks in three years is just they because like it did to me what to me doesn't make any sense of what a lot of these teams have been doing you bow back to that raiders cleo mac trade where they traded cleo mac and the pick they got they ended up using on a dn i'm like bro just sign the guy keep the guy that wants the that's already good at that same position like why create a hole just to re- readdress it in the same pick like that you're trading him for so now in three years four years Traylon burks is good everything works out exactly how you want you know when you draft someone you want them to be good right that's why you draft him. You, so they drafted Traylon Burks this year. And let's say he this year fills the exact same role that they want to him to fill is the A.J. Brown role. Like you said earlier, Matt, this, that's what they brought him in for. So he fills it. He does it well. In three years, are they not going to pay him? Or are they just going to find the next person and put him in that position? Like, what is the point of drafting players if you're not going to pay them when they do everything you ask them to do when you draft them? I just, it just now, make I sense. understand that. I understand that in a way, though. Because... With the A.J. Brown trade, while I think that the Titans are probably better as a team with A.J. Brown, you can't pay a guy $25 million a year and give him that percentage of the cap hit if he's not, you know, that valuable to the team because the thing is he's not the most important player to that offense. He's the most important player to that offense, Derrick Henry, right? This is always going to be a run-first team. Right, and I'm not and, disagreeing that. I'm not saying they should be a pass-first team. I'm just saying, like, you asked him yeah. to be the number one receiver on a run-first team and do this and do that, and he did everything. And he, so now he why, did his job. But, but why can't he get paid by that same team? Like, why does the team, like, offer him such a shit contract and, you know, it's like they don't even understand what they... I just feel like, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, a slap in the face where you're just got a guy that's doing everything you ask him for and then you just draft his replacement basically asking him to fill in the same shoes like you got to have some type of like culture basically by bring keeping players and you know all right dude like if you're good at if you're got drafted to the titans what does this say to you like they just drafted a receiver like if you're trailing burks like you go crazy for the titans that you could get traded in three years is that what you want so so you go have play your heart out when they give you the passes and when you get the ball finally you run over three guys and you go score touchdowns and do everything that aj brown was doing just so in three years when they're time to pay you they say all right thanks for thanks for being here and we're going to trade you off to where the fuck we want now like come on there's got to be some more logic than that to it you know that's just my problem to it vabra's following the belichick ideals dude don't fall yeah, in love and to, ship them off. At the same time, you could also say that, you know, you've given a guy this opportunity for like four years and then all of a sudden they're just going to leave no matter what. Well, he Cheers wasn't trying to leave, team, though. That's right? my thing. Bolt, he never once right? asked No, I'm not saying it just for A.J. Brown, but it works the other way around. But if right? you pay the guy, so, that's what I'm saying. If you pay the guy what he's asking for, what he's worth, what other teams are willing to pay him, it's not like it's not like he was asking for money and no one else was paying him. It's just literally the Eagles were okay with giving him that exact amount of money that he asked for so it's not like he wasn't worth that dollar amount and not like the eagles are a win now team it's just i just feel like there's got to be a level of like like all right you you got drafted here you did really well we're gonna pay you and at least maybe that's just the way i would i would do it and would want to be in a situation you know but i just feel like it's not a, i don't think it's a good look to like just where the nfl is headed i guess a more generalized statement that they're just players that get in on team and then 
two years later, three years later, they do everything the team asked them for, play great, and then they just end up getting traded to who knows where and wherever they want, you know. It's like not it's not like he's getting dumped though, because he's still got to go to a team that probably will use him, as well as the fact that he gets the money that he wanted. The Titans weren't gonna offer him that money because he just doesn't bring that value to the team. He doesn't bring a twenty five million dollar impact as they assess. They assess that they believe that Traylon Burks can do the exact same thing with um, you know, a similar type of production and not as much cost. And I think that, you know, is valid in a sense. Like you have to be able to move on and identify who's gonna bring the most value to your team at the best cost without, you know, and be able to win a championship like that. Because eventually if you keep on paying all these guys for their services and stuff like that. But it's not AJ it's Brown's fault that thing. they overpay Ryan Tannehill thing. and now they can't win with Ryan Tannehill that they have to trade I do AJ think Brown. that Ryan Tannehill has, you know, a big impact on this because you can't be paid like thirty five yeah, million dollars and an not have an impact on the cap. I get what salary, you're saying, right? right? But I just feel like that's like not AJ Brown's problem in a sense. That's you can Titans. demand the money, but I think that the Titans weren't gonna give it to him. No matter what. And I think the same because thing if with you guys don't have a Devo, quality I think, quarterback, right? I mean, like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you guys were going to trade him and then use that same whatever. Let's say you took that Lions offer for the 12th, whatever pick they had, right? The 32nd. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to use that to, what, draft a receiver just for him to do the same shit Debo is doing? And, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, that's the that's the crux right there because we certainly value Debo enough that we didn't trade him mm-hmm. and just draft another wide receiver. So right. we value Debo at a different price, right? Right. Or just at a certain value that we're not going to trade him for that amount of picks. So it just depends on the team. Like, I think that it is a little bit of an issue. And the the interesting thing is that all of these wide receivers, and I think Hollywood Brown might be included in that as well. Um, Metcalf, Debo, AJ Brown, they all have the same agent. Oh wow! And you see all of these. You know, I want to trade. I want a new contract. Where I'm demanding out right now. So. I think it's a very interesting thing to note. This guy's playing hardball. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely the new NFL where you're going to see players getting thrown around left, right, and center. So we'll see where it goes. But I definitely think this is a great, you know, topic for discussion. I think teams probably are having this discussion amongst themselves. And, you know, I definitely don't think the Titans were, all right, let's just trade A.J. Brown. Simple as that, you know. They definitely probably thought about it and were like, his dollar amount is too much, so we got to get rid of him. Exactly. And let's just real quick skate over the Hollywood Brown topic real quick. He was also traded um, to Arizona. He reunites with his old college buddy, Kyler Murray, who is still uh, a little disgruntled there. But then we also found out this Monday that DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six games for PEDs. That might have had a factor in the Hollywood Brown trade. Yeah. And then apparently the Hollywood Brown trade was already done. He, because he appeared in Arizona the that day exact draft, same yeah. day. Yeah. So the draft party. That must be so crazy. <laughs> Could you imagine you're at that draft party? You're like, damn, what if we're at this draft party? We just traded our pick, bro. And then you look, and then Hollywood Browns just. And Hollywood Browns just appears. And his name is Hollywood, up. so it's so <laughs> fitting. <laughs> it's like, guess who's here, everybody? Hollywood. And they're just like, oh my God, we got him. <laughs> Only if he was oh much God. better, you could be more excited, but. It's, I don't know. I don't know if he's really, you know. It's no DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, but, you know. That's pretty cool, though, for them, I guess. I think it helps Kyler. I think it shows that they're probably going to eventually give in and give him a million dollars. This is last year. If he doesn't win, a million dollars over. A year contract. I think it's just eminent now. But You think that 
Hollywood is better fantasy wise now because he actually had a pretty good year last year with Lamar as the number one option. Obviously, he wasn't Mark Andrews, but you know, he was the number one wide receiver. With DeAndre Hopkins suspended for six games, he'll at least have six games as probably the number one. There's no Christian Kirk there either. So, you know, what do you figure? Yeah, I say I say draft him and then dump him for capital. I don't know. I think he could be decent, especially that first <laughs> third six. week. Maybe 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 Gav's right. I'd keep him for the first six, trade him after. But it's like it's not. People are not. Don't that you stupid. all think that like everyone's yeah. thinking? Yeah, about I'm that. Saying, I don't think people are that stupid. Well, yeah, I know that's what everyone's thinking, but it's realistic, you know. I feel like. I don't know. I still want to. I mean, depends I on like where you, where do you guys think he would go. No. Like, if how high would you draft him? Like, Fourth if you round. draft him in like the, I think I'd take him in like maybe. The sixth, seventh round, maybe as my wide receiver three. Oh, no. no, no, too high. That's a little high, too high for me. I like I would draft all the rookies honestly before him. I don't know. Ooh, that's hard. Really? Actually, actually, not all the rookies. No, nah, dude, all I would rookies, definitely draft. But I think it's kind of like the Melvin Gordon situation where he's like, you don't know. Oh, by the way, he resigned with the Broncos, so now that's hell again. But you know. Oh, yeah. did he? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it just depends on the volume of the Cardinals. Like, I bet you could just say he's kind of like a Christian Kirk. He's going to get wide receiver one targets for the first six weeks, but then he's going to, let's say, go back to being a super Christian Kirk where he's going to be like, you know, probably get more targets than Kirk, maybe a little bit more. But I'd probably say like a wide receiver four. Because I feel like he doesn't have as much potential I feel like, to break out. I don't know. I feel right? like it's the opposite. I would take him just, just for the potential be... to break out. Hmm. I think he could. I think yeah, he could light up the board just or just be ready with Hollywood Brown. That was for the last three years. And if I feel like as a wide receiver, three or four, like I don't know. I just feel like the upside. I could just you know imagine, for especially with D Hop suspension now. I feel like I would definitely be okay taking him a little earlier than I would want to, or than maybe his ADP would be, just because I know I feel like with their situation and how Kyler has seemed to like kind of kind of in that Aaron Rodgers sense where he kind of like really throws to who he's comfortable to and he really likes to throw throw to who he really likes and outside of football so I feel like that kind of feeds into the AJ they're not the AJ uh the Hollywood you know Hollywood Brown getting more touches look Gabby have anything to add no well I would I'm still gonna stick with drafting him a little bit higher just so you can trade him, but not after not. I'm gonna trade him in the middle of the six weeks. I don't really care about the. I want to get the best players that I can get before uh, before people start figuring out that he's not gonna be as good. Because you know you have suckers like G that think he's gonna be, be decent, decent enough to uh, climb enough climb up. Who's but gonna be the number one there? I, I'm AJ with the AJ Smart Green? Fox. I forgot he's still there, isn't he? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yes. they resigned him. They yeah. drafted uh, a tight end. <laughs> exactly. They resigned Zach Ertz. They obviously let go of uh, Christian Kirk. I guess the only other person that has upside exactly. is Rondell Moore. I'm taking Hollywood Brown over him just because, like I said, they're like butt buddies. So now Rondell, you're gonna throw it to your butt buddy more God. than this some dude named Rondell. Rondell, Rondell Moore seems to be. <laughs> Rondell Moore seems to have that connection because uh, that guru guy that Matt follows, yeah. bro. Oh, you can't, you forgot, but you're forgetting about Isabella, oh, bro. Sorry. Come on now. Andy Isabella is that slot. We're not, we don't consider him in this conversation. Here. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Just that once D Hop comes back, I'm, it definitely it, kills the value, but the, uh, I think the, the first moment, week, yeah. it could be something of like a very, very useful 
wide receiver. No, saying, you know, four. He's three, useful. Like, I'm I'm using him as trade rape, trade rape, like Matt likes to explain, likes to do. He likes to. Commit. I don't know anything about trade that, rape. but let's let's do some <laughs> comparisons here. Marquise Brown or Amari Cooper, given that Deshaun Watson gets suspended for six games. So now you have a reverse kind of thing. I'm here, taking right? Amari Cooper. I'm taking Amari Cooper. That's the back half of the season more important than the first half. That's true. But what about the Kyler yeah. drop off in the second half of the season? That's more of him, though. That doesn't really affect no drop off. I feel the like drop off. receiver. I feel like the D hop return will be more impactful than the Cliff Kingsbury. I forgot how to coach second half of the season drop off. <laughs> how about Tyler Lockett? Man, I'm taking Hollywood. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Muckers. I'm taking Hollywood. Dude, bro, I'm not trusting nobody. Lock Lock is throwing to. Mike Williams. <laughs> I'm taking Hollywood, Mike bro. Mike Williams was good, but I don't know. It just dropped the drop I, off, I, dude. That's so that's hard. hard. I damn near. I don't know. That's that's very hard. Because I had him so high, and luckily I draft. I dropped him off to you, dude. Thank you. <laughs> but. <laughs> okay, one I'm last saying. one. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Ah, I feel like Waddle. Waddle uh, no, I, I go Hollywood. More promise than Hollywood has ever shown. Well, that's just one year. It's just because I don't like wide receivers in fantasy. So eventually, I'm trading him for a fill a running back higher, maybe like a running back two. Praying that I get a running back two. You know, maybe a package. Trash running back three and a tight end. I don't know. I think I'd go Waddle, then Hollywood, then Lockett. I'd probably put Cooper even before Waddle, but you know, that's probably what I would go. I do agree though, G. I think you convinced me a little bit. Hollywood does have a little bit more potential than I initially thought, but I just don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely not saying I'm just fantasy purposes. I don't know. So the ABDP, I'd have to check, but if it's eighth, ninth round, I'd take him around or two early. Yeah, I'd be okay with that, I think. You definitely wouldn't, definitely wouldn't count on him for anything. He definitely have to be just like a... Depth guy. Yeah. I'm counting on him that first three weeks, dude. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, dude. I'm definitely Hollywood? drafting him. Just okay. to trade him away. Well, yeah. We all know what you're going to do, definitely. though. Definitely. <laughs> you all said it. Yeah. I de- Even the listeners oh, know. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Nando, Nando doesn't listen I mean, to this. You don't need and, that uh, much knowledge to be Nando and fantasy, but... <laughs> Hear that, no, I'm just trying to trade rape somebody, bro. It's like All being right. disrespectful to Nando. <laughs> Seriously, dude, rest yeah. in peace. He's not he, actually he's not dead. dead. He just doesn't come back <laughs> yeah, on the show. Like the yeah, he just he just never comes <laughs> back on the show. Like, oh my god, what happened? I mean, he, That's why he hasn't been on. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, it's my like favorite commentator. No, dude, he's dead. What? No, no, he's not dead. He just he's dead to the podcast. He's always welcome back. Oh yeah, yeah, I I love to hear him talk about yeah. Zeke again. I, I promise you, the week, the the one week one win that the Panthers have, he's gonna show up and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, my Panthers." <laughs> Never. And then Sam Darnold throws like five 15, picks. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I can't believe Sam Darnold's still the number one quarterback there. Jesus Christ! They got Corral. Nah, that doesn't it's, really. It's not gonna. That doesn't tickle your pickle. Still giving him a no a chance. Give him a yeah, chance. Bro, they dude. don't have much else, bro. Give him fucking five chances. <laughs> ridiculous yeah no we're all how, you, how are you gonna get in no i wasn't how are you gonna get into uh like you it's your do or die year of your job and you're not gonna draft 
anyone that will probably help you out. Like I feel like they got a guard, they got a tackle, it's right? Not his do or die. He's great. If you Guanu, he's great. But it's not gonna be enough to overcome Darnold, right? Like you need to win now because you are gonna get fired. So do something, right? But whatever. It's another topic for another day. We're gonna end it right here. Is there anything you'd like to add before we, you know, sign off? Pick it, don't throw picks. <laughs> oh. Mac, I love you now. Jimmy get traded. Um very disrespectful, bro. Very animated, bro. Hey, I love Jimmy, oh, but no, you know, I'm a Stop the cap. What the fuck? You what lying, happened to the energy when you were telling me he was... I love Jimmy, bro. We were just lying it's at been the end of the podcast. It's been a, been a couple months too long. Yeah, I feel that. It's like the honeymoon phase is over. Well, Matt, I don't think it's starting. Matt still does love Jimmy because of his face. Hmm? Oh, yeah. That's about love it. for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon Music. You can also follow us on Twitter at Bay Council to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. Um, Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday, so you know. tell all your mamas I love them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yo, John, tell your mom I said hi, bruh. That's so direct. All right, that's gonna do it. Uh, Good night. Good night.